Welcome to another episode of Reverend G's Words of Encouragement. I am delighted that you have decided to listen in to my sermons today. I pray that something is said that will just touch you in a special way and encourage you on this journey. As I always like to say, my sermons are short, sweet, and impactful. So please, listen to today's show. Is there something you've learned and liked? Please feel free to share it with family and friends and everywhere on your social media. Thank you and enjoy the show. With your permission, I would like to fuss at the choir this morning. I was trying to save my voice because these allergies are just wearing me out. But when they began to sing that song, I felt something on the inside that says, stand up and give God the praise. Have you ever been there? So, so I need you to pray for me this morning. I remember back in the day when I was in my 20s, I could work in the fields and move the hay bales and do all the yard work and never even get a sniffle. And now that I'm north of 50-something, as soon as the grass started growing, my eyes started watering. So pray with me this morning as I push through and try to deliver this message that God has laid upon my heart to share with you this morning. Is that all right? Let us go before the Lord in prayer on this day. Dear God, we've come to the intersection of the word and the congregation. God, we've come to a point where you poured the word into me. Now I pray that you would give me the strength to pour it out, Lord God. God, you know while each why each one of us arrived here today, Lord God. We may not have spoken our need, but you know our hearts and you know our minds. I ask that you would meet that need through the word today, Lord God. And God, we pray that your will and your way will be done in this sermon today. Allow Jeff Gaines to decrease, that your word would increase. Help us to forget about those things that might be troubling us right now that we may for a few moments just take some time to concentrate on you, Lord God. And God, we pray that you would help us to leave here different than the way we came in. And we'll be so grateful and thankful and give you the praise and the glory and the honor that you so deserve. It's in Christ's magnificent name we pray. Amen and amen. First, giving honor to God as always. I count myself not worthy of, of this opportunity to stand before you this morning, thanking the pastor in his absence for the opportunity to preach before this wonderful congregation. And as always, I'm not going to be before you long. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to go ahead and turn to Matthew, the 18th chapter. Matthew, the 18th chapter, and we're going to start, begin to read at the 23rd verse. If you have it, say amen. I'm going to wait a little while. Or you can just simply look at the screens behind me. And the word says this, Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold 
with his wife and his children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him, he began to choke him, saying, pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had happened, had taken place, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I have mercy on you? And in anger, his master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. And in trying to find a subject to place on this sermon this morning, I reflected back on a few years ago of a family situation that I thought would help me get to a point to make in this sermon. Several years ago, our daughter came to mom and I. She had gotten a new job and she said, uh, since I've got a new job, I want to take you all out for brunch to celebrate your anniversary. I want to make clear that when you say free and food, count me in. <laughs> so in my mind, I, I, I thought IHOP was going to be the place that we were going to. I thought maybe it would be Bob Evans. But then I ventured to say I was looking forward to those beautiful blueberry pancakes at Cracker Barrel. But she said, I have made reservations at the Four Seasons in Georgetown, Washington, D.C. So I said, well, okay now. <laughs> and so the day came, and we were all dressed to the nines, and we went to the Four Seasons to have brunch. And when I arrived, it was a spread set for a king and a queen. Oh, there were shrimp, there were steaks, there were omelets cooked to order. There was fresh fruit, there was piping hot coffee. There was wonderful Belgian waffles all over the place. And we ate of the good of the land. We loved each other, we talked to each other, we had a great time on that occasion. And as we were finishing up, that person that brings you that little black portfolio, I could see that Candace was so proud that she was taking care of mom and dad on that day. She was so eager to get that little black portfolio. And so the individual handed her 
that little black portfolio. I can see the big smile on her face. I can see the anticipation of I'm going to take care of mom and dad. And she opened up the little black portfolio. And I instantly knew something was wrong. (laughs) The smile had left from her face. There was tears welling up in her eyes. Sensing something was wrong, I I grabbed the black portfolio. I opened up the black portfolio. The smile left from my face. (laughs) Tears began to well up in my eyes. We had come to a point of, of what you thought you owed and the reality of what was due. Have you ever been there before? Has a repair person ever come to your house and you thought the bill was going to be X and the bill far exceeded what you thought? And so we told Karen, we said, look, we know that the bill is high. Mom and dad is willing to cover the bill for you. If you don't want to do that, we'll split the bill half and half. And she said, no, I'm going to cover this bill. I'm going to pay for this brunch. She carried out that by saying, I want to remind you that this is going to cover Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas. (laughs) But she paid the bill in full. Are y'all with me this morning? And so it is I'd like to hang the subject this morning of paid in full. Are y'all with me this morning? Can I talk to you a little bit this morning? And so we see here in Matthew, the 18th chapter, for contextual purposes, I want to back up a few verses and tell you what was happening before we get to the 18th verse. We see that Peter has come to Jesus, and he asked Jesus a question that I probably you and I would have asked as well. He asked the question, how many times shall I forgive my brother who sins against me? Let me put that in 2018 language for you. How many times should I forgive my children when they disobeyed me? How many times should I forgive the neighbor when they keep parking in my spot? How many times should I forgive the boss when you've been mistreated? Are y'all with me this morning? Let me get a little closer to home. How many times should I forgive my spouse when we've been arguing all week? And Peter says... Can I do it seven times? I guess Peter wanted to give one day a week. (laughs) Seems like an ideal coverage. But Christ says, not seven times, but 77 times. As a Christian, God demands more of us when it comes to forgiveness. Are y'all with me this morning? And I don't know your business. And I don't know what you're going through or what you've been through, but I've been in some situations where people needed to be forgiven. And conversely, I needed to be forgiven. And so this is where our text kind of finds us as we walk through the 18th through the 35th verse. So after making this response, the story goes, the kingdom of heaven is compared to a king who decides to settle his accounts. And in the process of settling his accounts, he calls a servant forward and says, everything is due 
right now. Can you imagine if you got that kind of call? Imagine today after you left here and got your good praise on. You've gotten your car and you started up and your Bluetooth phone has connected with your car. And as you're driving on Little Ox Road, the phone rings. And it's the mortgage company. They say, all of your mortgages due today. The car loan calls. And say, all the car loans are due today. The credit cards. All of your credit cards are due today. And don't let me forget the coveted student loans. <laughs> all of those are due today. What would be your response if you receive such a call? Would you say praise the Lord? Or would you say some words that we can't say in here? Or we shouldn't say in here? And so this servant, all was due that day. He owed the king 10,000 talents. He was not able to pay those 10,000 talents. And so the king said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you. I'm going to take your wife. I'm going to take your children. I'm going to take everything that you have to pay this debt. Let me make this a little bit more relevant this morning. I'm going to take the Mercedes and the Lexus. I'm going to take the four-bedroom and the two-car garage, all those flat screens that you got in the house, all those shoes in the closet, all of that is going to be sold to repay the debt. Are y'all with me this morning? And so the servant, recognizing that he was in over his head, the servant recognizing that he was between a rock and a rock. Have you ever been there? Am I talking to someone who's ever been between a rock and a rock? The servant recognizing this falls on his knees and he begins to sing what I like to term the early version of that Albertina Walker song. Lord, please be patient with me. Hmm? God, please be patient with me. And so he makes this declaration or he makes this statement to the king of please be patient with me. And the king had pity on the servant. And the king forgave him of the debt and then released him. The text doesn't show it. But the servant couldn't have been a Baptist person. Are y'all with me this morning? Because if someone called, if my mortgage company called me today and said, Jeff, don't send another payment, I'm going to get my shout on. <laughs> if the credit union called and say, don't you pay another payment, I'm going to get my shout on. I ain't going to care what nobody's saying. I ain't going to care what nobody's thinking. I'm going to get my shout on because all of my debt has been forgiven. But the story takes a turn that I didn't see coming years ago when I read this passage. Hmm? I've read it over the years, 
But I do remember the first time I read it. I wasn't anticipating how this story was going to go. So this same servant goes out and finds someone that owes him some money. And the text says that that servant owed him 100 denarii. Research indicates that a denarii was only one day's wages. Now, if we compare that to what he owed the king of 10,000 talent, and a talent was almost worth 20 years of work. You do the math, it'll take 200,000 years to pay off the debt that he owed the king. But here was a person that only owed him 100 days. And I don't know, the text doesn't say that this servant observed the situation that had transpired, transpired already. But he goes through the same language and the same approach that the previous servant had done. This servant falls on his knees and he tells his fellow servant, please be patient with me and I will repay everything that I owe. But the servant refused to honor that request. And this same servant that had just received his blessings went a whole different direction. I, I, I like to think that this servant had developed a case of blessing amnesia. Oh, let me tell you the signs. It's a sign of forgetting of where you've come from and treating others like you've not been treated. Are y'all with me this morning? Let us never forget where God has brought us from. Let us never forget the debt that we owe. So he throws this man in jail. And one thing you learn in life is that God is always watching what we do. But I'd like to add another caveat to that as well. Other folks are watching what you do. Am I right about it? You can't treat people wrong and somebody not say something about it. So his fellow servants were greatly distressed about what they had saw. On one breath, they had seen him be you know, forgiven of all of his debt. And now they see him punishing this person for the small debt. And so they go to the king. And they give the king the 411. Your king, here's what happened. And the king summons that servant. And he began to ask him a few questions. Did I not forgive you of all of your debt? Why was it that you could not show mercy to the other person just as you received mercy? And in the king's anger, the king sends him to jail to repay the debt. Are y'all with me this morning? Paid in full. Now, there are a lot of things in this text to talk about. I don't want you to leave here to think I'm simply focusing on money. I could talk about a relationship with a servant. I could talk about the debt. 
But the most important thing of this lesson is forgiveness. Are y'all women this morning? I believe it was on last Sunday our pastor talked about forgiveness. It's too heavy a load to walk around with unforgiveness in our heart. Just as Christ forgave us, we need to forgive one another. Are y'all women this morning? Husbands and wives need to forgive one another. Parents and children need to forgive one another. Church members need to forgive one another. Bosses and employees need to forgive one another. We're talking about forgiveness. Please understand that Jesus paid it all. And to all, I owe him. I'm reminded of Isaiah 53. It says, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. All we are like sheep gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid his iniquities on us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep before its shears, he is silent. He did not open his mouth. Jesus paid it all. While we were in our sin, we owed a debt that we could not pay. Can't you see it now? When they were beating him, I say there was a payment made on our account. When they pounded the nails in his hands and feet, there was a payment made on our account. When they hung him on the cross, there was a payment made on our account. When they laid him in the tomb, there was a payment made on our account. But somebody said early Sunday morning, the debt was paid in full. And because he lives, we can face tomorrow. Are y'all with me this morning? And in closing, I don't know about you, but I'm going to do a little bit of what the unforgiving servant did. I know that might sound strange. But I'm going to find someone just like the unforgiving servant found someone. But I'm going to say something different than what the unforgiving servant said. I'm going to tell them about a risen Savior. I'm going to tell them how Christ can forgive all. I'm going to tell them that God loves you no matter where you are and no matter what you're going through. I want to remind you that if you ever find yourself between a rock and a hard place, fall on your knees, look to God, and he will deliver you 
started off by telling the story of my daughter and how she paid it all. I remind you today that Christ has paid it all. There's no need for us to walk around with it when God is standing there for us to put it in his hands. God can fix whatever you're going through, whatever you're in, whatever you think you might be going through. God is yet able to break it through. And we want to share that good news with others. That's what it's all about. Paid in full. God bless you. I want to thank you for joining in and listening to today's uh, sermon. I pray that it touched your heart and that it will encourage you uh, tomorrow, the day after, and any days in the future. So God bless, and please feel free to come back and join us again. Thank you for listening. Thank you.